This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why, the podcast is all about digging into big questions about tricky topics via honest conversations. Today we're going to be talking about body image. Today's guest is an Icelandic weightlifter and one of the best CrossFit athletes in the world. Unfortunately for her, a ruptured ACL days before the game saw her 2021 championships go out the window. But never one to be without a challenge, my guest used that time to create her own collection of UK sports brand, wit so without further ado let me introduce you to sarah sigmund's daughter hello hi how are you doing i am so good how are you doing i'm okay i'm okay um so in iceland you're going to go into a mad winter aren't you now yes it's starting now it's starting to get darker and colder (laughs) i actually read an amazing book called wintering this isn't what i'm going to talk to you about but now i'm on the roll about a could wintering about how people from Iceland and other places with very very short days in winter how you mentally prepare for that I mean I guess it's a norm for you but it is absolutely wild in the in the in the depth of winter how short will your days be uh, our shortest day is like four hours of daylight wow yeah and it's like it's insane like the daylight that we get is like still muggy do you know what I mean like yeah, it's still, never bright yeah, like it's bright, but it's we have clouds and it, it's almost still dark. <laughs> so that gets super hard. So I usually do a competition in Dubai in December. And when I come from Dubai, I'm like, I wow. just get depressed on in one day because I'm just like, I haven't had sunlight and everything's so cold and it's so dark. But I mean, if like the build up to it is just like, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah does it- but everybody, is it a thing that you talk about? Because we obsessively talk about the days getting shorter, but our days, the, the earliest, the, the earliest it would get dark is about four o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, it starts to get dark for us around, like, it starts getting bright around, like, 12, 1, and then dark again at, like, three thirty four. No wonder you train. I mean, you've got to do something. Yeah, exactly. That is, you get super like heavy in your mood and mm. crave a lot of food. You crave a lot of like cozy time. Like you just want to go home and watch something because it's so cold. And like the motivation can also be super hard because like maybe we have a snowstorm that day and also not daylight. And it's just like you have to go out. You have to 
pick the snow out of your car or off your car. You drive to the gym, you get stuck on the way, you have to loosen up the car, you have to call somebody. It's just like the struggle gets real in wintertime. And it's like, yeah, it gets super real. And I think that I'm uh, born to be in sunshine and by the beach. So I feel <laughs> I the same. extra badly in this. <laughs> do you? Yeah. But do you, do you learn to kind of cope with that? Do you, are there uh, things you do, I guess, to keep moving? Yeah, you definitely do. And you just can't think too much about it, to be honest. Like, if you're constantly thinking of how tired you are, how cold it is, and it's like, it's insane. Like, when you show up in the gym and your fingers are still, like, numb because it's so cold, and then you should start weightlifting or something. Yeah, just like, Come on, break your hands. Come to life, yeah. And, um, but it's, like, we're we're very lucky because we have very good, like, heating in our houses and like because of the uh like we have a lot of volcanic eruption in our in our grounds and so we're super lucky with what we can do with the circumstances yes whereas we i think we have we're kind of a middle ground so we don't have terrible weather so no one really has the right clothes or the right the (laughs) right stuff and we kind of end up yeah our, our whole transport system grinds to a halt with a tiny bit of snow. Yeah. And then there's countries like yours where you have snow. And yeah, we have very much snow. So they were so funny. So I used, or I competed in a competition in, in Boston. Mm-hmm. And that competition was in January. And I remember my flight got cancelled because it snowed. And the snow, or like what they called the yeah, snowing, it was just like, even Guys. Out when it lands on the ground like how can how can they cancel a flight like i flew from a snowstorm like yeah. <laughs> so we're so used to like just like dealing with the circumstances of just like we're gonna have shit weather but we're prepared i wonder whether this that that, that mentality is quite important in your foundations yeah. for for what you have to do because yeah. the very nature of, of crossfit is like you know you're gonna get a load of stuff you can't expect but you can expect that it's gonna be tough yeah, exactly. And you've got to go into it. So I want to talk to you about body image tied into your amazing collaboration with Wit. But I was looking at, at the press releases about it and videos, and that that thing about being a, a muscular female. Yeah. Have you always been a, of an athletic build? Yes, I've always been very strong and very, like I was ashamed when I was younger because I was heavy, and like mm. when you were little and you were like with your friends and you're all like you're starting to like weigh yourself and I was always just like oh my gosh I can't believe why am I different why am I like I was heavier than the other girls but like I don't I didn't look bigger but I was still heavier because I was just (laughs) built strong and I didn't know it and um and yeah so it was uh it was quite quite the challenge Sorry, I have a puppy. That's all right. The puppy's. Oh, I've actually locked my dog downstairs because he, he likes oh, yeah. to like tiptoe around. So, so in the UK when I was growing up, the kind of the body shape was the, the Kate Moss, very wafy, very yeah. skinny girl. Would that have been what you were aspiring to? Yeah, or? I was trying to be like that. Like I, I knew I could never be as skinny, but it was my dream, and I didn't understand why I couldn't be like that while everybody else was like. Like my friends were way different than me. And and what was weird weird about me was that I was super competitive and I was super athletic, but I was embarrassed of being like that because Mm. I was a girl. And and like I'm thinking to myself now, like 
I didn't want to show up in gym classes because I got red in my face and I got so competitive, like playing soccer or something. Like while the girls just stood by the side, I was just like all in. <laughs> but I was embarrassed of being like that and I and I could barely control it. So I just skipped it instead. I was just like, wow. I don't want people to see me like this. Little did you know that once yeah. you got to your career, you would stop. You <laughs> yeah. would stop caring what you. Yeah, and it was insane. Like I always thought that nobody noticed this about me, and I was always a super good swimmer, just from young age. And and you would do like in the beginning of of school, you would do like this test, and if you would pass the test, you wouldn't have to show up in swimming. What? Yeah, and because like you would have to reach a specific time, and if you were a good enough swimmer, you wouldn't. No, have no, to no. Go. Yeah, and I. I always made the test in the beginning of the year and like I was just like um so embarrassed of being that good do you know what I mean because I was the girl and so I just like kept on showing up in classes because I was like uh like I had that competitiveness and I wanted to be better but I didn't have to actually do it do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah so it was insane of like um how much you try to hide it and like I was that talented at that age that, that I could skip swimming just because of my mentality of like I wanted to reach a specific time. Yeah. But I was trying to hide be like having that skill. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. because I was a girl. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Because I'm so trying to crazy. think back. Like who were the who were the role models? Who were we seeing that? Yeah. And even then, the only people you saw were the top, like extreme athletes. You didn't see anything in between. Whereas now we're exposed to a whole, you know, much more everybody being more yeah. more muscular. When was the real change where you a unleash your true kind of potential and b like started to accept your body? I suppose. I think like when I started training. So I, I have a weird story of how I started training. Is that. Uh, I was uh, I was in a friend group of like six girls and we were always together and all of them had met a guy and like we we're having boyfriends and this was like at 17 and I had never like trained seriously in my life before that and uh, and I was like shit if I want to have a boyfriend I need to lose weight because I was a little bit overweight and so I started training to lose weight but then um, I started like I started in spinning classes and I was like oh my gosh this is so boring so go to a spinning class, go out of the class, go into uh, the fitting room, take a nap, and then, like, finish the class. It was just, like, yeah. I had no... <laughs> yeah, like, my drive there was not uh, not that much at all. But I just didn't believe in myself. And I was uh, uncomfortable being in that place and, like, mm -hmm. forcing myself to try to do something that I was super uncomfortable with. Uh, but there was something in me that was like, I don't want to quit though. So I found like this um, bootcamp seminar and there was a coach there. So you did like a test. It was the six week seminar. So you did yeah. like uh, a test in the beginning of like two minutes of max rep push-ups, uh, two minutes of max rep pull-ups, strict pull-ups, and two minutes max um, sit-ups, two minutes max air squat, and then a 3K run. And I did the push-ups and I did them on my toes. Like I've always been super strong and yeah. I did like three reps, two to three reps or something. And the coach there just came up to me. And he's like, wow, you have something special. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what do you mean? But after that one comment, I was just like, okay, I'm going to show him in next time that I am actually super special. And I'm going to like, I'm going to prove I'm going to, 
there's something more to me and he mm-hmm. can see it. And I was like, okay, okay. Like I got so motivated just by that one compliment. And that's just how my like career started. Like I started, well, I started by thinking I would never want to get muscles. Like if mm-hmm. I get neck muscles, I'm quitting. Like I'm like, I'm just going to do cardio, but I'm built as like, I'm strong. And why wouldn't I use my strength? Uh, and it's the same, but but getting that compliment, I just got fired up of like, okay, I really want to, I want to do something more with this. Like, do I really have something special? How can I prove it? And from there, he said to me like, okay, you need to promise me that you'll compete in a competition. And I was like, okay, I, I promise. And, uh, and then like later on, like three years later, uh, I did a competition and was in last place. <laughs> And it was like so dramatic while I was competing. So it was like this, uh, you would finish like 10 exercises and it was like starting on a bike and then you would do like um, push press and then you would do uh, jumping over a bench. And it was like these 10 exercises and I was like stopping in the middle of it. I'm like, King <laughs> star, do this. And like just going way out of my comfort zone. And, uh, and I was so happy that he made me actually compete. And what's, like what even made me want to go further is that he died actually that year and I was just like I need to do what I promised so like my motivation was just like I'm gonna I'm gonna make it and uh, I think that I like started to accepting my body was just like um I watched like a documentary of Ronda Rousey and it took me a while to accept my body like I started CrossFit and I was so unhappy with how I looked. I was really? like, oh my gosh, I'm getting muscles. Mm. And but I really wanna I wanna train, but I don't wanna have these muscles. And I wanna be strong, but I don't wanna have the muscles. And I don't wanna look like that. I don't wanna I don't wanna put on a dress and, and people will like ask me if I'm a guy or not. Like this is how my mindset was. Mm. Insane. But I always looked feminine. But in my head, just because I have had a few muscles, I was just like like I was toned. <laughs> and uh uh, and my boyfriend at the time, he says, like, Sarah, you just need to accept that you will look like this while you're in CrossFit. And, like, your body is just showing what it can do. Mm. Ah, stop it. I'm I'm going to find a way. <laughs> and I was just like, I'll just starve myself or, you know, just see how far I can go. And then I watched this Ronda Rousey documentary. And there was a guy that was talking about her. And he's like, she's just like a beast in the cage. And then she puts on a dress and she looks like a queen. And I was oh, just, that. I want to be like that. <laughs> and then I started coaching more and I got so attracted to the girls that showed up mm. just as they were. And they just pushed. Mm. But there were other girls that showed up and they're like, don't God. put plates on my bar. Like, I'm not going to be like the muscular girl. And I was just like, oh, it's so unattractive that they're not willing to push, their, push mm. themselves way like, further than they can actually be and uh, yeah it's mad though isn't it because you can I'm thinking as you're talking I look at other girls and admire their muscles and then when you start to see yourself in the mirror yeah you 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 don't like it it makes no sense doesn't it it's like it's insane how like how hard it can be to learn to love your body and my way of learning to love my body was just like okay uh like for example now like i tore my acl in in march mm. and 
the body shaming starts again. Like you go to your weaknesses and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen now. I'm going to get like so muscular on my upper body and I'm going to lose my leg strength and I'm going to look like this. And like you just go to body Mm. shaming. And I was just like, okay, snap freaking out of it. Your main goal is for your body to recover 100% because you want to be the best athlete you Mm. can be. So as soon as you're afraid of eating because you can't train as much as you used to, remind yourself of what your body is actually doing. So, mm. and I'm I've had the best recovery, knock on wood, that I couldn't imagine. Like my body has responded so well, and I'm so thankful for mm. the body that I have. I'm just like, it's not everybody that could do what my body oh. has done for me, <laughs> and and like that I'm body shaming me because of looks is insane and this is something that i really want to change so yeah this is very like blunt question but when you are competing do you still when you look at competition photos judge your body on its physical appearance or are you past that oh do you even though you're achieving unthinkable (laughs) things with it but i think it's just i think your brain works that way that you find everything bad before you can actually look at the positives and and i think it just takes work of changing your mindset like i can see a photo of me and i'm just in mid-workout and i'm super pumped and i'm just like is that really me am i that muscular am i that like you start like fearing i'm like oh my gosh how do i really look like this (laughs) but it's like it's like uh, and then three months later you see the same photo but you don't have the emotional connection to the photo so you're like wow i looked so good there so isn't that mad no (laughs) yeah but how i dealt with it and how i accepted was just like i was reminding myself always what my body was doing and Mm. what it was the load that i'm putting it under and that i'm so thankful how it works and also how it looks like i wouldn't want to look any other way than how i look now and and uh, I remember I, I got super skinny one time and like I'm usually around 70 kilos or 155 pounds and I went down to 135. And I remember that I was just like, I wish I had like these feminine lines of mm. having hips and having something around me. And like, I think your mind just works in that way that it always tries to find mm. the bad things about you instead of just being thankful for what you have and accepting it and mm. use it. It's so interesting. That's something I have to like. When I was my smallest, that I that I always thought was the thing that I wanted to get to. I wasn't my happiest. But no, that was the same for me. And it was just like I've always wanted to be this weight. And wow, I've never felt so bad about myself. No, I'm not capable. This is it's it's so interesting. I've been thinking about this a lot recently because how can you? I think what you're talking about is that thing where you feel very feminine. I feel like a girl very girly if that's the thing but I'm competitive I'm brave I'm and I want to be strong and it's very confusing when you can't you feel like you can't package that up in a way that is acceptable exactly and what my like thought is about this is like why should girls like like just guys never would think like this like they would never think okay I'm going to stop in this weight in back squats because I if I go heavier, I'm going to get bigger legs. They just try to get as strong as they can and they push their bodies to the limits. Well, girls, they have, they just put a line 
and they can't cross the line because if they cross the line, they're not feminine enough. Mm. And then maybe they can like, they can, uh, I remember like the comments that I got from guys was like, like, uh, you can beat me up and you can do this. And I was just like, just because I'm a girl with muscles doesn't mean that I could be, that I could beat you up. Like, it's like so interesting comments that you get. Yeah. But like my, my goal with this is just like, I wish a girl could just have the mindset of I'm going to push myself as far as I can Mm. with my body allowing it. And I'm not going to think about the outcome of how it will look if I push myself. And I remember that I once got comment of, so I'm very strong in my upper body and always been, and that's one of my strengths in CrossFit. It's like, I'm just very good in pulling and pressing and, and I never knew it until I started CrossFit. And, and I was ashamed of it, of course, because I was like, I'm a girl. I shouldn't be strong in my upper body. Guys should be strong in their upper bodies. <laughs> but I got a comment one time of like, Sarah, why do you have like, uh, like so I have like a muscular line here because yeah. You're yeah, you have muscles. Because you're strong. Yeah, and, and shoulders. And they're like, why do you have that line there? And I was like, oh, because I got freaking 12 unbroken muscle-ups the other day and I've been working on it and I was just like so strong. She's like, oh, I would rather skip everything than looking like that. And my heart just broke and I was like, wow, that's true. Yeah, I shouldn't be pushing myself and I shouldn't be. And then I was like, I'm going to make it to the CrossFit Games. I don't care what that person thinks. And I'm going to show her. (laughs) But it's like, it's insane how, like it takes so little for, to twist, yeah. Yeah, to twist it. It's just like, this mm. is what I need to change in this world of just like, please yeah. accept how you are because then you're going to be so much happier and you're going to push your limits so much further, which gives you so much fulfillment and so much like self esteem of you're able to do things you never thought you were able yeah. to do. And just because you're a female, you shouldn't have a stop limit because you're a female. You. You should push yourself just as much as guys. It, it's it's a really big thing, and and the thing is, as I'm talking to you, we we know in our logical mind, like when you're smart, it makes absolute sense. But also, if you're trying to bulk, if you're you're trying to put like weight on in order to be stronger, I know I I know anyone that I train with finds that difficult as a girl, and that is. What a madness. It's the most difficult thing. So like also off season for me, I put on weight because I'm letting my body recover and it's better to be a little bit over than under. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of the hardest things that I've dealt with. It's just like I'm accepting that I don't look as good as I can look because I'm letting my body recover. And I'm yeah. just like, no, 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 I don't need this. Like I can still, I can just eat less and I can just like, I'm training less. So I'll just eat less. And, but it's like, yeah, but your body goes under so much stress and how we work is that we need that security of like having a little bit more. So it's like, it's insane now how, how you have to learn to accept these things. And And, I mean, it's probably as hard for guys to gain weight and everything like that, but it seems to be less pressure on them than on us. And the comments that I've gotten, if I gain a little bit of weight, it's just like, it's insane. While, while maybe a guy that gains the same amount of weight as me, it's just like, oh, it doesn't look as good now as it did. But mm-hmm. if it's a girl that gains weight and gains muscle, it's just like, oh, 
what is she doing like you get much more of like the comments and mm. like that yeah <laughs> the what, about, almost. what about within the community of other athletes because it must help when you're surrounded by women with a similar yeah. physique like you must feel fairly very normal when you're yeah. a, a comp- I mean, comp- if I'm in my zone of being in a CrossFit gym and everything, I feel great. Mm. But sometimes, like, if I'm, like, my friends don't do CrossFit. <laughs> and if we're going out or something, it's always the comments on me. And I remember, so I did, like, a, a graduation trip to Mexico. And this is when I was starting CrossFit. So while everybody was drinking and, and having fun, you I was were. like, okay, I need to train also. So I was having fun also, but I trained yeah. two times a day and I was getting like, I was getting the CrossFitter body type, the female CrossFit body type. And I got so many like weird comments about it from the guys that were with me in the graduation trip. And I was like, oh, maybe I should have like tr- tried to lose weight before being on the beach and like not showing that I have muscles and like embarrassed. And then there was this one tour guide that walked up to me. He's like, wow, you look so fit and feminine. And I was like, wow. Like, just because of that one comment, I was just like, I got this. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's it's insane how, how little it takes to break you and also how little it takes yeah. to bring you all the way up. And meanwhile, you're, you're achieving these amazing athletic feats. But, yeah, I... I, I I'm not surprised to hear that you look at your comp pictures and judge your body, but also like it, it's very sad, isn't it? Because yeah. yeah, you are in the very, 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 very top of what you do, and yeah. in terms of your global fitness compared to everyone else, you're doing insane things with your body. Exactly, and so I have a great manager. <laughs> do you? Yeah. So I I talk to like if he's like, oh, this like let's post these pictures, and I'm like are you joking? I'm this, this, this. Like I get all the comments on and he replies to me logistically. Really? Like, yeah. So it helps me so much. Like yeah. I regulate how my mind is working. So he's helped me actually deal with, <laughs> with yeah. this body image issues. And like, of course, a lot of other people too, but like we work mostly together and we're like, he's helping me with my image and everything. And and I'm trying to put something out there and I have to follow it also. Yeah. That's I've, how it works. But also you've got, I love that you're being so honest about it because I think the, any kind of work with this isn't, oh, I've just sorted it out in my brain. I've got it. I'm confident no. now. You'll have phases where it's, you feel great and then you fall off again. constant work. Constant work. And what I've dealt the most with is that I connect my emotions and stress a lot my to my body image. Mm. So, let's say that I'm competing, I'm in great shape. I may be like, yeah, like I've never been as fit as I am, but I'm so nervous. So I start like picking out all my flaws just before the competition, Mm. just to bring myself a little bit down. So I'm trying to take pressure off my performance by breaking my (laughs) self-esteem down, which is insane. Yeah, But like, like regulating that is so important and like also i think that looks and um like after social media became bigger and like what you're like getting every day is like you're getting much more composure to how everything looks on the outside versus Mm. how it actually is so you see like these just like beautiful girls and perfect girls and you're just like I want to be like that. Like you, you get like this, 
weird body image of how you should look and how you like why aren't you fitting that box and and that's something that like i i really would love to be able to have an effect on on like mm. i wish the mindset for people could be more of like this is what my body can do and mm. this is how much i'm pushing myself instead of i need to do this to look like this you know what i mean but you know you are doing that. I, yeah, I, I, you are. There's so too. many women who who want to look like you, and the only way that you look like you is by being prepared to to being put the work in. Yeah, yeah and not to, to to sculpt your body, but you're you're pushing your body in terms of its yeah. capabilities. Yeah, you're pushing the limit, and you're like, I have good nutrition, and I'm not starving myself. I would never starve no, myself. Eaten. Like, like this is like the things that I want to represent for girls. So just mm-hmm. like. You can actually have a good lifestyle, push yourself in the gym, eat healthy and clean, but also have balance. And you can look great and feel great. You don't have to go through, like, I don't know how many times I went through that rabbit hole of like trying to starve myself as much as I could for three to four months to look a specific way, being so unhappy looking that way. And then you go back to looking or like gaining weight and you, your body emits like you just body shame yourself so much after you gain the weight again it's just like this you can't carry on around. yeah and you're never happy because everything's around how you look instead of what you're what doing you're and is it making you happy and like and i think that like mindset connects so much to your body image and and like instead of searching outwards to everything you have to look within. Yeah, <laughs> and it's true. Deep, but like, no, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. And this is what I'm trying to represent to girls. It's like, as soon as I started looking inwards, I started like accepting how I am and actually being proud of how I look and accepting my body. And, and we're all born in different ways. And I mean, there could be a girl that's super skinny and can't have muscles. Like she should embrace that. She should yeah. Embrace okay what are my strengths instead of for me i was always the muscular one and trying to be that skinny one and it's not gonna happen yeah instead of just like oh i'm strong i'm just gonna embrace that we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. But isn't that also part of the joy of CrossFit? Is that when you're you're mid workout, you're not you are only in your body, not judging it. Isn't that the the pure yeah. Yeah, and this is what's so good about CrossFit also is just like where you can go into an airport and you see a girl or, yeah, like I, I would say girls are the definition of like a new body type of, of females and you can just see, oh, that's a CrossFitter, that's a CrossFitter too. Like you can just see how they're built that they're a CrossFitter. And I think that's so good. It's like the Jets metal side of muscular women is lowering down. Yeah. Like, with the yeah. and I think that's so it's so healthy when you begin, can begin to say to anyone you train with like you did great there I mean I'm, I'm constantly con- like complimenting people on them, them looking muscular because yeah. it, 
great gut, great arms are great arms. But yeah, and I mean, it's also like what the muscular side shows you is just like she's putting in work. Yeah, loads of work. Yeah. Loads and loads and loads of work. You know, your body looks the way it does because you have done the right nutrition. You have you have trained however many times a day consistently yeah. for a long time, which tells me so much about the way you conduct your life, you know. That yeah, you're... exactly, yeah. It's it's almost like, so I read about this one thing, and this is uh, maybe not the right thing, but it's, yeah. uh, so why do people look better when they're tanned, like brown? And there's a sign or like there's a theory about that everybody looks better when they're tanned because it shows that they were hard workers and were outside in the sun. Yeah. And I think it's the same. Like when you see a fit person, you're like, ah, this Uh. person works hard and this person has control of what they want because Mm. they show up in the gym, although it's boring sometimes. And they're like, they're putting in the work and that's so attractive. And it's the same with like when some people are tanned, you're like, oh, they're they're hard workers. Like (laughs) it's true. Yeah, and I think that's one of the most attractiveness with like the muscles and everything. It's like you, it shows the work you're putting in, and that you're prepared to put yourself in the in the, the pretty dark side of, yeah. of the sport. You know, I've got, I just love, I love seeing anyone go there, but I love seeing girls go there because we, as you said, we're taught to to hold back, yeah, the, 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 the not to be deeply competitive, to not not want to put the extra plates on, and not. And it's when you see a girl rip it, up, just go for it. It's it's so amazing to witness, isn't it? I think so. I have this good story. When I started coaching, I was just like this blonde, 20, 22 year old girl, and I was super strong and everything. But there was this guy that was doing a deadlift, and I, he was doing it wrong. So I went up to him and I was like, "Hey, you need to uh, like you're doing like I call it the stripper deadlift, like the butt goes up and then you put yeah. the weight up." And I was like, "You're." You should try to fix it and you should think about like you're pushing your hips and your shoulders at the same time up and just trying to like cue him. And he's like, why would I listen to you? You can't even deadlift as much as me. And I was just like, mm. I'll deadlift with you and I'll deadlift more than you. Just and, and so I added like I started joining him in deadlift and I out deadlifted him and he was like, respect. <laughs> like, really? I did not expect this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but like. You pushed me to go there, so yeah. Here we go. Yeah, but this is just like this is like the perfect example of like a guy looking at a girl and it's like, you can't do the same as I can. I'm a guy, and I was just like, this was like the fire that started in me. I was like, I okay. can do whatever weight the guys are doing. Maybe not beat them in it, but like comparative. Yeah, competitive, and like okay, I wouldn't show up at the CrossFit Games to be like, hey. <laughs> uh Fraser I'm gonna push you in uh in this workout it's not like that it's just like you shouldn't put a limit on what you can do and you should always respect like a girl can be a good coach just this guy although she doesn't lift the same weight but I'm gonna put myself there but (laughs) but it was just like the perfect example of like of girls can do whatever they want also they can and you hear it a lot but but it's amazing how much we've taken on board that you can't or that you shouldn't or that it makes you look yeah. ugly or that... Yeah, or like, oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing that you're doing yes. the same as him. And it's just like, uh, are you dating that guy? Oh my gosh, you look like you're stronger than him. It's like... That's really hard. Yeah, but it's like, and? Yeah, that's, that doesn't but, make me less feminine. It doesn't make me him yeah. less. That's, yeah, it doesn't make him less. No, exactly. And it's insane. So I dated a guy that was a soccer player and of course he was skinnier than me. I was a weightlifter. Yeah. 
and people are like so is she always like outlifting you and and he took it so personally and he's just like no I'm stronger than her and but it's like why 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 does it have to be like that yeah why can't people just be happy that we're both athletes he's focusing on his and I'm focusing on mine and like mm. why does it need to be a specific way that we should look to be able to be together you know what I mean? It's so insane. It is insane, and it, and it, yeah, it's really deeply entrenched. But I, 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 I can only hope that this does begin to change. I, I think it's already started to change. I mean, there was this theory that guys can never be shorter than girls. This yeah. is how I grew up. I was like, I would never look at a guy that's shorter than me. I wouldn't care right now if a guy is shorter than me or not. Like, it, it just like it's just a non thing. Yeah, it's insane the box that everybody needs to fit to be perfect and it it destroys people when they're born a specific way and they can't, can't change it. what they're gonna change or like how they want to change. So they just depress themselves of mm. of the way they feel and they just always trying to achieve something else what they can't achieve because yeah, like a guy is born and he's short. He should he always try to date a girl that's shorter than him just because it fits a specific box and maybe he's in love with a girl that's a little bit really taller? Tall. What does it matter? <laughs> why can't a girl be born tall and a guy be born short yeah. and they can be together? Like, why does it have to be a specific box? It's an absolute madness. And yeah, as, as I said earlier, we all know better. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, it's still deeply... It's just like normalizing this. It's like, I think that... Uh, yeah, like I said, like we're getting so much exposure of like what everything should look like, the perfect couple, the perfect this from social media. And it's just like, we have to show more of like what is actually normal. And yeah, and, like, yeah. Uh, we cannot talk about this if this makes you uncomfortable, but I saw an article about the impact training's had on your cycles. Has, is that true? Did, did it yeah, stop your cycles I, for a couple of years? Yeah, it's, so I started CrossFit in 2015. And I stopped my period um, straight after the CrossFit Games. Wow. And I didn't get my period again until 2017. And I got it for about two months or something. Lost it again. Uh, then 2018, I had to start the pill to, to get it again. And, and well, the outcome of this was that like my body was, of course, not recovering well. And no. that's when my period start, stopped. In the first place, I was under fueling and I was, I was pushing myself further than I should have. Mm -hmm. And me as a competitor, I just like, oh, I'm happy that I don't get my period. <laughs> really, because it means I'm. Yeah, it, it means it means that I'm at that point. Fat, and it means that I won't get my period when I'm competing. And yeah, like and and it was insane. But like, I never. I went to a doctor, and he was just like, oh, this is just normal for girls like your body is just in a stressor because you're training and there's nothing you can do about it and then when i hadn't had it for a year more i was just like okay i'm getting pretty yeah i don't like this. About this yeah and um and then i ended up breaking my first rip in 2018 oh no sorry 2017 and uh the end of 2017 i so i at the games 2017, when I hadn't had my period for a very long time, uh, like I had it for two months there in 2017, and then stopped again. Uh, I was always had like this pinch in my shoulder, and I just thought it was like a tight muscle. And mm. then, like three months after the CrossFit Games, uh, I'm just grabbing a bar, a split jerk, and it breaks. And a, 
first rib should not break this easily. And I was just like, oh, oh my gosh, I have a herniated disc. And I was just like overthinking that I had just like destroyed my body. And and I was stuck in Australia at the time. So I had to fly home for freaking 24 hours uh, alone with my bags and just like stuck like this. It was insane the experience. But then the doctor said, like, how is your period? How is your cycle? Like, because I went to a, a special, especially yeah. because it was a broken rib. And he's like, yeah, how's your cycle? I was like, oh, I actually, I've been on my period for two times the last three years. And uh, he was just like, um, what? <laughs> like, okay, we need to check out if you have bone uh, density, like how your bone density is. And we need to check this. We need to... We need to make you start the pill again. We need to make you like get a normal cycle mm. again. And this is not like, Good. this is not ideal for you. And I was like, is this affecting me having kids? Because I already saw a doctor and, and he promised me that this will go back to normal when I stop training. And he's like, of course, this can affect you having kids because you don't have your period. And I was just like, oh. mm. so getting that like uh, almost figured out, like, you can never rely on... No, like, but it's a good my, indicator. Yeah, yeah. But my sign now is like, okay, if I start my period, I need to calm down and mm. I need to add carbs. It's mad, actually. It's kind of a superpower, isn't it? Your body is so good at going, stop. Yeah. <laughs> this is not right. But it's yeah. also talking about all this femininity that it, in, in competitive sport, it's the norm for girls to lose, lose their cycles and just carry on that way. And I mean, I was one of them. And now I'm like, like every month, I'm just like, please start. Yeah. I don't want to calm down. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me keep going. Let me keep yeah, going. Let me keep going, please. And it's it's been it's been a journey, like uh, like a very complicated journey. Yeah, of like keeping your body at that uh, right place. Yeah. Do you now train kind of in line with your cycle? With trying to do the right kind of training at the right kind of point. Um. I start so I started working with a new coach and uh and when I got my period back regularly, like that was just last year to be honest. <laughs> in twenty twenty, yeah. And uh yeah, so when I started again, I I had so much cramps and my body reacted so badly to shock. Yeah, to having the time of a month and I was just like sometimes like I'm that kind of person that I don't let people know if I'm in pain. I just go through it. <laughs> So I remember I had like this 20 minute walk test and I started my period that morning and I was just like uh, all over. So nervous. I was like, I'm going to cramp so much, but it's only 20 minutes and you just go through it. And I did those 20 minutes and I was laying on the floor afterwards, just like crying okay. and puking. And it was insane. Like the pain that I experienced, I was like, this can't be because of that because i'm having my period like it <laughs> can't be like there's something yeah i'm tough yeah yeah but like so it was uh yeah after that i was like to my coach okay if i'm having my period can we maybe <laughs> not Tweaking. have the intensity that high if i have uh if i have like cramps and and the week before is also like the most not so good yeah because you get so weak because your body is preparing. Mm. And I actually tore my ACL a week it, before. And did you really? Oh. But then on the other hand, when you're ovulating, you've got like the superpower to, to, to oh, go over. You're so strong. Yeah. <laughs> like insanely strong. But you're so strong for that one week. 
then you get super weak for that one week. <laughs> and then you start your period and you have the cramps. And then you get that one week again. It's yeah. just like, ah, can I just be have a normal month? <laughs> I know, just be like this, be like a guy. Yeah. Well, I think that's re- it's really good that you've kind of been on this journey with it. And, and hopefully it all feels like it all coincides, doesn't it? That, yeah. you know, getting your injury having a bit of a check-in with you or getting a couple of injuries but this big one yeah. you, know, I, you I'm sure you're gonna emerge the other side oh I feel a different, like better I've, version of yourself I've grown so much these last so I tore my ACL the 9th of March uh so it's been like almost five months or almost six months since I tore it but like from surgery something just like clicked in my head and I was just like Okay, one week at a time. You don't think further. And like this injury has taught me so much and it has like, it's helped me so much with things that I never would have dealt with unless I would have been stopped. Like I would never put the time that I put in my like mental health and like uh, myself, like the the love to myself, like Mm. not just as an athlete, of just like myself and and I think the injury just helped me with that. It's mm. all, like all of a sudden I had the time to fix the small things that I never would have fixed before. Mm. So I think it's maybe too soon to say this or knock on wood again, but I think this injury was a blessing. And I I hope that I can look back after four years and say like, that I was remember the moment. when I had that time because this is the reason why mm. I did this. And like this taught me this and um so i'm really hoping that that will and then the other voice in your head company is like you're gonna read it and you're gonna go through a longer it's the end you're just like stop <laughs> no but i think there's a lot of truth in that and I, I watched a video of you as well about remembering that you aren't just a crossfit crossfit athlete i think yeah. it's so easy especially something is so prevalent in your life yeah. to forget that you are there's a whole other you there's a so i have so I have such a big personality and like before I even started doing sports and everything, I have so many extra things that I love. I love music more than anything. I love animals more than anything. I love, I love drawing. I love like being creative and I have so many different things that when I, when I do something and I get good at it, like for example, CrossFit, I just go there Mm. (laughs) and I forget everything else. So now in this injury like i'm in school also studying psychology and in the injury i was just like oh i'm gonna study and while i'm studying if i get ideas i'm just gonna draw them up and this is when i was making my collection i was just like (laughs) doing an assignment about burnout and i was like but this top here might be good with this so i would be like everywhere in my head but like it was so good to actually uh what do you say like see that side of me mm-hmm. still exists mm. like the music side of me also just like I started learning guitar while I was injured I'm very bad at it though <laughs> but you're learning and I'm still going strong but oh damn I'm bad <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but it's like it's so it's so insane to see how much these other things give you strength and give you energy when mm. you're training like yeah. I was starting to sacrifice everything just to train. For that. My, my parents would have like dinner 
with the whole family and you I would, would be go. like, this is too late and I need to have my own food. And like, mm. I just had so many overthoughts of just like, instead of like, okay, I'm going to put my shoes on the side. I'm not an athlete this evening. I'm actually a human being. Yeah, a daughter a and a family member. Yeah, and a family member and that, that wants something else and just uh, lifting weights. Mm. <laughs> but I love lifting weights. But like, it was reminding myself of who I actually was and just like, uh, yeah, like reactivating these different sides yeah. and and making this collection and being like, being in contact with the designers and hearing their like uh, comments about what I had and then I comment about what they have and, and they're actually respecting my comments and I was just like wow, wow they they trust in me and, and like I had like I drew up some things and she was like wow this is amazing like can you send it over and I was like you want my drawings like oh my god like it was it was so cool being such a big part of it and actually getting the self-esteem of like I'm doing something right and this is something that's helped like I'm having so much fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like creativity. It's so as you yeah. say, it's all it's all so important. And actually to go back to the body image thing, when I was trying to sort some of my own stuff out, I spoke to a therapist and she's like, think how much time you are wasting thinking about your body. It's yeah. just a literally wasted time. Think about anything else. Think about your shopping list, your creative list, your yeah anything else yeah but it's like you get so hooked on the way you look and how you should look and how much you want to look like that and it's insane how much time it can like take to eat up I've, I've experienced that like i was insanely like addicted to how i look and mm-hmm. always addicted to getting the approval from other people of like okay i feel like i'm getting skinnier but i'm not gonna accept that I get skinnier unless somebody comments about it. Mm. Like you're looking for the outwards comment to actually like um to believe it in yourself. Yeah. Instead of like yeah, it, it's insane it's how far you can go of yeah, how uh, like how far you can go just to get acceptance yeah. of how you should be. Yeah. And yet you yeah, making so- it yourself and just like embracing it that's like oh i really want to just like i really want to have that effect that people can think i want to embrace exactly how i am versus i want to embrace because she did this and i'm gonna do it like her yeah well i think you i think you're doing the very best that you can to to, to try and do that i think it's like well done and and yeah making this collection of sportswear that is yeah, it, it looks great on all sorts of bodies, but it looks particularly great on a mu- on a muscular body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's also just like you can be—you don't even have to be an athlete, and you can buy the bikini, and you can look great in it. But you can also be a swimmer and buy the bikini and love swimming in it. Like, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be for everybody. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, and it's also supposed to be for girls that have muscles and want to show them and like yeah. want to embrace it. It's a little bit different, but. I love difference and I love uniqueness and that's how my collection is going to be. It's going to be unique. It's going to be different from everything else. And then I'll I'll be waiting on Instagram for you to post you playing the guitar. That's what that's oh like. Oh my god! <laughs> you have to wait a while. What like, can you do on it? How much can you play? I'm still learning the grips. I'm that bad. But on your hands, like rock hard from training. Like, yes, yeah, but it's it... the fingers that are. So I I have calluses in my hands. But I'm getting calluses on my fingers also. <laughs> to add to the collection. Yeah. 
but it's like you're like it's so hard in the beginning you feel just like you're not going anywhere but you just have to keep on going and then all of a sudden it clicks so i'm still just learning the grips and well done good luck with that Thank when I learn a song, I will post it for you. Please do. I'll be looking out. What do you think? Like a mu- month, six months, year? By the end of the year, next year. Let yeah. Let's say like uh um yeah like end of next year, twenty twenty two. There you go. Forget the games. Get your get your, get your brain on this. I've got two questions before we end. First of all, where can people find you, and what do you want to shout about? Obviously, we're shouting about your weight collection, but where can people find you? Um. On Instagram, mm-hmm. so my Instagram handle is uh, Sarah Sigmunds. Yeah, and I'm mostly or most active on Instagram, and um, and yeah, and soon to be on YouTube also. So oh, really? Tuned. Yeah. Well, that's where your video, your guitar things go. I'm getting on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. And it's then gonna be like the head is gonna be like. Sarah should stick to crossfit. <laughs> this is her playing guitar. <laughs> Still gonna get in the muscles. You're not. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. I don't do anything else. But it's really nice to do. It's important to do things. I recently took up longboarding, and I'm not. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I'm not really very good at it, but I enjoy it's it. Fun. It's fun. This is the this is the crazy part. So I was starting to play guitar, and I said, so my manager is actually a guitarist, and I was like, can you teach me the first grips, and I'm gonna film you and. And then I said to him, like, after a week, I was like, I'm so bad at this and I can't get motivated doing it because I'm so bad. And he's like, what, ma- what does matter. it matter that you're bad at it? Is it oh. fun? I was like, oh, it's so much fun. He's like, that's that. Going. Like, it's mm, really important to remember like, that. You don't have yeah, to get really good at stuff. You have to be the best in everything. <laughs> and this is something like, I also started doing yoga and I started showing up in classes and there was no pressure on me being good at yoga because I'm a CrossFitter. And I was like, this is actually pretty nice. Yeah, like, just gonna just gonna do there's it. No, there's no pressure on me being the best in it or anything. Like, of course, I put the pressure on me. Okay, yeah. I want to try this, <laughs> and um, but it's so important to also have the things that you just enjoy and you don't yeah. have pressure on. That you're just having a go at. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, for you, not for anybody else. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly that. And my last question is: I always say, if you could have an honest conversation with one person, who would it be, and what would you say? Just, uh, he can be alive or dead. Anyone. Oh my gosh, this is a hard question. Mm. Or yourself, or a teacher, or anyone. Like, wow, this is so hard. Honest. So, can you give an example? How deep should this be? People go on a real, lots of people go very deep, yeah. You can go deep, but you don't. You don't have to. You could go someone who is horrible to you, someone who's inspired you, or you could go for a famous person who you might like to have met. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, I would have loved to meet Jimi Hendrix and just like, yeah, and just like, how did you become so good? And like, how? uh, Just tell me the whole story of your life. (laughs) Like, just hang out for a bit. Yeah, hang out. Yeah, okay, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, that is not who I was expecting. Yeah, Hendrix, um, Sigmund Freud. I would love to hear how he thinks, and I would also love uh, Frank Sinatra because I watched a documentary <laughs> about him, and he actually couldn't sing before he learned how to sing. What? Yeah, and I would want to be like, who? Who was your teacher? <laughs> Tell me. So, yeah. so you've got Jimi Hendrix, Sigmund Freud, and Frank what was it? 
Yeah, fine. I mean, if you're going to pick them, you might as well go for the really big ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> good answer. Unfortunately, good. they're all dead, but... But in this game, that doesn't matter, yeah, so no, that's no, fine. Thank you so much for such a lovely, lovely chat. And I'm I'm really quite blown away because all the things you feel are what myself and so many people I know feel. And then you think, oh, no, but when you get to being her, you yeah, won't feel those things anymore. And it just oh is never, never the case. Oh, it's never the case. Like, you always have doubts about yourself. And it's just the way you, you have to learn to deal with them. Yeah, to navigate it. Because yeah. you're, you're human. Well, thank you. Thank you so much and congratulations and on your um, collection. And I hope to see you in the games. You, you will be. I will be. Fingers crossed. It's not a hope. You're there. You're there. Look I'm forward to watching there. I'm already there in here, so. Yeah, you're, you're done. It's fun. Good yeah. with the guitar. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. I feel um, a little bit emotional after that. Partly because I think I was very nervous about talking to Sarah because I admire I admire her hugely. In yeah, I'm a very 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 amateur crossfitter, but she's someone that I hold up as yeah, just being a role model. And then to realise that she is wrangling all the same madness of body image stuff is on the one hand reassuring, on the other depressing. But as I, I just admire her honesty because, because it is something very universal and I wish it wasn't the case that, that to want to be strong and competitive makes you somehow less female because I know for sure that I want to be those things but I'm also an extremely emotional, sensitive person as well and, and that is something I'm very proud of. So I think I'm going to go away and think about this a lot. And I'm also going to wait with bated breath to see her playing the guitar. I really do wish her well in recovering from her injury. But from the conversation I had, I would say she's going to come back all guns blazing, but in a much more grounded way, which can only be a good thing. So thank you again to Sarah. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of But Why. Intense gratitude to be able to do this and looking forward to doing more of it next week. So please do join me. And in the meantime, please rate, review, subscribe. Tell your mates about it and drop me a line if you fancy on buttwhy at clinicshealthwood.com and I'm off to put a wash on. There's going to be a whitewash if you're interested. Speak to you or see you or join me next week. Bye bye.